Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And on this episode, they're releasing Friday. Well, today when you're listening to it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we decided to give you another episode this week because we were on vacation for almost a month or so. Plus, this episode Megan's been obsessed about when she went down the alien rabbit hole on TikTok. Yeah, no, I I had one random video. It was actually about the Abigail Project, which we're going to get into in this episode. But it was telling, it was an, another podcast. I don't really think they do paranormal stuff, but they were covering like spooky stuff one episode. And they started going into the Abigail Project. And I was like, what? So this is Aliens Part 5. Yes. You know what's weird? Yeah. I look back to our catalog. We have not done an Aliens episode this year. Oh, yeah. We did stuff around it, but not one particularly. Yeah. Which I can see now why people requested for this one to come yeah. back to. So this episode actually is part of our December series, one of the first in the series for December, where we go back and we're kind of talking about past episodes that we have, episode topics that we have talked about and kind of maybe have a new insight or just recover new things that we found about it. And this one was actually requested by Jose, which I know is going to listen to this because he's all about the aliens and he's been listening to us for a while. So shout out to him for requesting that this. And I think this might be something that we might do quite often in 2023. Like every so often do where we visit a subject that we've talked about in the past because we have over 200 episodes now. I can't even tell you the first. Well, the ghost stories. You yeah. know, I can't even tell you the first year of episodes we did. Yeah, it was a lot. Cause, well, we had easy pickings because we didn't cover any of them. So um, the Denver airport, we had haunted objects. We had... Aliens part one. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of ghost story, or like encounter stories and like random places like hotbed ranches and stuff like that. But 2023, we already started kind of like coming up with ideas and some of them are going to be pretty intense. I'm kind of excited for the episodes that we've conjured up so far, ideas. Yeah. And I was like, I know one of the main reasons people listen to podcasts. I know I listen to podcasts, but I know one reason to listen to us. I mean, educational reasons and stuff like that, but also because of personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, people always say we have good chemistry, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, Which is good. I mean, we're married. I I know. Yeah. No, but I appreciate because this is what our last month of the year, obviously, Mm -hmm. Christmas time around the corner or Christmas around the corner. Sorry, Christmas time. It's been Christmas since October (laughs) 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Don't lie. No, it is true. No, but the way you put it, no, the way that you put, (laughs) put it. It's been it's been Christmas since October twenty fifth. Yeah, <laughs> I remember walking to Lowe's and seeing Christmas trees already up and the Halloween stuff being pushed off to the corner. Oh my gosh, that was so sad. But uh, no, I just had to reflect in the sense of like I appreciate everyone who's been listening to us since the beginning, who jumped on, who who found us, however, um, and then you know just basically stuck along as because uh, you're always interested in hear what we have to do next and where our story goes from here. And believe me. The stuff that me and Megan have talked about, the things that we plan to do, if you stay to the story for as long as we go, I guarantee you, you have never heard anything about what we plan to do ever. 
no movie, no story, no legend has will what's the word uh, equivalent to what we plan to do when it comes to stories, when it comes to encounters and stuff that we get to talk about. Uh, and then, of course, we have our investigations. We do yeah. paranormal teams, stuff like that. So there's always a haunted update we're going to share with you guys. And the stuff we plan to do with the paranormal team and stuff like that, there's a lot of good, what we plan to do anyway, I say, that's in the future that you're going to want to stick around to hear about. And yeah. I think if you go from the very beginning to now, you could definitely see that evolution of like where we were like, we have no clue, like what's going on, like how do we, you know, manage, well, at first it was just me talking about how to manage abilities and then it morphed into you and, uh. So, yeah, it's kind of cool when you go back, especially things we've learned about with being in the paranormal community and talking to other investigators, talking to other psychic mediums, people with abilities, different demonologists even, like, all of that. Um, still yet. Yeah, you probably consider Chaz, but I still yet to, well, Chaz always promotes this stuff when we do interviews with him, but I still yet to have, like, an actual, like, alien expert person right to come on the show interview talk about aliens different species and stuff like that that we know people that are like are into aliens but i want to yeah. find like you know like we, we've we had demonologists, we've had paranormal investigators i want to find like you know like a alien expert uh but i feel like finding someone who is like it's not all conspiracy theories is gonna be really hard <laughs> yeah yeah that's true um but i hope to find this hopefully one of these days in the future episodes yeah like that. but speaking of today's episode today is Aliens Part, part five. 5. We already said in the beginning, right? I think so. I lost my thoughts. <laughs> anyway, it's late. We're That's okay, because I've been calling it Aliens Part 6 for the past, like, two weeks. Because you assumed we did one this year. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. That's crazy. And from this episode, and especially, I know at the beginning, if you've listened to all the Alien episodes, I was always like, eh, you know, I'm not really into aliens. Like, well, we never put much, honestly, we didn't put stock in it. We just never put much time of trying to learn. Most of our, what we were trying to learn is surrounded by the paranormal. Yeah. Like I say, we're pretty educated. Paranormal-wise. Paranormal-wise, yeah. but aliens, conspiracy theories, or even cryptoids is like, ah, we know how to keep our conversation going. Don't ask us any expert questions. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't consider, I would, yeah, say more of, like, the ghost and stuff like that, and, like, entity-wise, we're pretty educated on, but, like, actual, yeah, don't ask me about cryptids, like, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm always fascinated with aliens. I think the, the besides, well, one of the things we're talking about, mm-hmm. probably the first thing we talk about today, uh, Area 51. Yeah. Which is everyone's top thing everyone always wants to talk about when it comes to aliens. It's like it always goes hand in hand. Yeah, that's the episode, Area 51. What's we're calling it? Yeah, Area okay. 51. <laughs> but, um, no, I was always intrigued with Area 51 ever since I learned about what it was when I was a kid. Like, oh, that's the place where aliens are. That's where yeah. they keep them and stuff like that. And it's kind of crazy because Area 51 didn't actually become, like, acknowledged as a place until 2013. But yet... I remember it as a kid and uh, doing the research, there's a lot of people from, there's like a podcaster from New Mexico, not New Mexico, but that area. I don't know why I said New Mexico, but like in that area and that region in Nevada, he was saying, yeah, like I grew up with stories and stuff like that. Cause the one podcaster was like, you know, it didn't actually become like a, a, a talked about place. Like it's an actual thing by the government until 2013. And he was like, well, like, he didn't know that. Like, he thought it was always... Because there was so much stuff 
dating all the way back that there was alien type situations going on there. Yeah. I mean, I heard about when I was a kid, but that was probably through like, you know, uh, when I was like paranormal shows like Ripley's Believe It or Not or there was some show I can't remember. I'm seeing the music and I'm hearing the guy speak to you right now about aliens, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> on some cable, not cable, some like air air TV channel when I was a kid. I didn't have cable when I was a kid. I'm, now I'm really dating myself. <laughs> I think I can't remember. I just, I remember seeing a guy sitting there in a chair and a camera slowly zooming into him in a dark room going, have you ever seen an alien before? Well, blah, 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 story, blah, 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 insert video, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. that kind of show. Like Ripley's Believe It or Not, I think had one of the guys who played Superman. I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's one of the guys who played Superman uh, on the on the on the screen. But no, uh, I just remember that for some reason that flashed in my head. But what intrigued me about Area Fifty One, there's stories and stuff like that. But when I found out about Site Four through mm. Bob Lazar, that whole spiel, holy crap! So that was way more interesting because the stuff that he spilled the beans on, and still alive. But then again, he gets raided by the FBI consistently at his own shop. Apparently, he has the alien material or a piece of metal that is alien metal. And when we get to that part, because I definitely want to talk about that. Um, when we get to that part, too, it's kind of interesting because I'm starting to kind of see the flow. Obviously, you know, there was speculation about like the Montauk Project and MK Ultra and stuff like that, which that's not alien related. But there is some, there is some similarities between Area 51 because they did do experiments there, apparently. I know it's, it's renowned for like alien stuff, but apparently they did, well, the legends are that they also did experiments here and there on different things. And it was kind of like that same, that same concept of trying to basically outbeat enemies after wars. Like, how can we make like either superhumans or, withstand extreme circumstances and that's what happened with the abigail project which is also talked about on area 51 it's not confirmed but it was like a a legend or a lore that's that's heavily talked about with area 51 and it's really creepy what is is the abigail project i haven't heard of that one yet okay so i'm actually going to get into really quick just the overview, just to let people know, just before we get into it, just because... Who the hell is not by Area 51? There might be a lot of people... Well, there was some stuff in here that I did not know. Like, I mean, I knew Area 51. I knew, like, the basics. Like, it's in Nevada, highly guarded, like, you can't go into it, like, all of that stuff. But, so basically, Area 51 is a military base and the site of alleged UFO sightings and alien activity. It is located in Rachel, Nevada. Uh, Google Maps pins it at 82 miles away from Vegas. So, just in case anybody's going to Vegas, you know, 82 miles. Go to Area 51. Um, See the gate? Yeah. (laughs) It was only in 2013 that Area 51 was confirmed, and the extraterrestrial part was never confirmed. So, the fact that they're doing stuff with aliens was never confirmed, but the existence of it being there and operational was confirmed, but it was confirmed to be a flight testing facility. Yeah, it's apparently where they uh, built and tested the uh, the Black uh, Hawk bombers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not accessible by pro- uh, public. It's under constant 24-hour surveillance. In 1955, the area was a testing site for the Lockheed U-2, 
which was a high altitude reconcience. I don't even know. Reconciliation? No, it's something like that. It's like reconcilience. I don't know. I can't even like, it's in my notes, but that's a hard word. Okay. Uh, Aircraft. Basically like really powerful, fast. Reconnaissance. Yes. That sounds like, yeah. It sounds like a weird. Did you try to spell it or is it, that's how you typed it in there? I don't know. Reconnaissance. It literally looks like a type of cheese, so I don't know. <laughs> hey, you want your reconnaissance cheese slice in or not? Uh, not too thick, Joey. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, Dwight Eisenhower approved all that. Uh, it was also codenamed Project Aquatone, and it was used in 1956 um, in missions. Also, aircraft such as the Oxcart and the F-117 Nighthawk. Mm. Um it was June 25th, 2013, where declassified documents detailed the history of the U-2 and Oxford programs, and that was the first acknowledgement of Area 51. So I thought this was interesting because a lot of veterans that worked at the facility did start speaking about it once that un, um, declassified document came out. And one guy, I can't think of his name, but he came out and basically was talking about how basically he was... The cleanup person, if there was a mishap as far as people seeing something they shouldn't. There was this one incident where he recalled where there was a family and a police officer and they had like, I guess, an aircraft crashed. And it wasn't alien aircraft. It was like one of, I guess, art. Well, he just said aircraft, but that's what I'm assuming that it was. And the family took pictures and, and then the police officer looked and basically he had to confiscate the film and tell them, like, you're not allowed to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he never said anything till 2013. And one of the articles was saying, well, the veterans of the facility that worked there never talked about alien stuff. They only talked about, like, the planes and stuff. Well, maybe that was because it was declassified. The alien stuff wasn't declassified if there was stuff yet. So maybe they didn't say anything about it because they still can't talk about it because it was never declassified. Thought. So this is the weird thing. I never knew this. How do you think people get to work at Area 51? Did you ride there? No. By plane. They fly in. They fly in by what's called Janet, which is a special aircraft carrier is operated by the United States Air Force as an employee shuttle to transport military and contractor employees to special access facilities. Basically, Janet picks up the employees at their home airports in the morning and returns them by the afternoon. Janet aircrafts are completely white, no details, just a red stripe and um, a hardly visible tail number on the bottom side. They stay in a separate terminal. It's unmarked, highly secured, and surveyed. Basically, Janet stands for just another non-existent terminal, which I thought that was weird. Like, if that doesn't say, like, that's that's fishy. Joint air network for employee transportation. I feel like somebody that is looking for that area to sound spooky did the whole just another non-existent terminal. Mm. Like, let's throw the public off and call it this, (laughs) you know? So yeah, so I thought that was that's kind of like an overview. And yeah, so I thought I thought that was weird that they have to actually fly in. There was one article that actually had like a time, which I don't know how accurate that is, but apparently like it leaves at three fifty four in the morning and it didn't say what time it gets back. But I thought that was interesting that if it did, it leaves at three in the morning. 
my own suspicion was that they had obviously living facilities on Area 51 so people didn't have to leave every day and you can stay for like a week at a time. They have like their own food and living quarters and stuff they like get, that. They get like kind of like a base, like a regular, yeah, like a regular base. military base. Yeah. Yeah, because we obviously live in a military town. And that's one thing I wanted to also talk about. So, so we live in a military town and they have that. They have where literally on base is like its own separate city. It's got its own beach. It's got its own grocery stores. It's got its own. I mean, there's fast food places on base that aren't in town. Like they have a raising canes on base, but not over here. Sons of bitches. Yeah. I want to try their sauce, a <laughs> dipping sauce. Anyways, so they have that. And so a lot of the people, obviously, and mixed in with general populations, are military families. And my sister, when she lived here, she had a friend. And her dad worked very high up, but he worked with weaponry. And he was like, he had like engineering degrees and science degrees and stuff like that. And he sometimes would work at home and nobody was allowed to go in the basement. They couldn't ask him when he leaves on trips where he's going. Like they didn't even know his like job title. So something to keep in mind is irregardless, even if it's not alien related, the military is very hush hush about that kind of stuff. So if they are testing stuff, it is going to be to that level of nobody no knows anything. Yeah. Some of the conspiracy theories is that, and this is just some that other people have said, kind of conjured up. Um, obviously, there was alien, like that's where we deal with all of our alien stuff, that we have like aliens captured in the base and we look at their ships, like any kind of UFO crashings go there they kind of like look at the the ships see what's going on there's another conspiracy theory that if you believe in the hollow earth conspiracy theory that there is an entrance into technically the hollow earth there and that instead of aliens coming from like space there's a species that lives inside the earth and that's how you get there which i think is interesting because my dad he is super skeptic on things. I think I've talked about it on here. Like, he's, like, a skeptical believer. Like, he'll believe in, like, the most random things. But, like, he truly believes that aliens or somehow they come here not from, like, the sky like we assume. Like, that's how maybe they go around our planet, but that they actually come from inside the Earth as an advanced civilization inside the Earth. And that's, and that's an episode that I think we're going to do in 2023 because at first I was like, no way. There's no way Mala Earth thing can be a thing. And then I started looking more and I started going down those rabbit holes and I was like, whoa. So that was one one idea is that that's the entrance and they're guarding it. There's another really out there conspiracy theory about, you know, whole simulation and, and the matrix and all that stuff. And then that there's an entrance to get out of the simulation that way. If you believe in that kind of stuff. You know, everyone's got different things with conspiracy theories but i thought next i can move into the abigail project because this is this i saw this video i was like whoa this is what made me want to cover area 51 and the crazy thing about area 51 is that when you research like all of this stuff was surrounding area 51 like you know the fact that so many people believe that there's stuff going on alien wise with area 51 but there's not a lot of encounter stories. Trust me, I searched high and low to find somebody to say 
like, hey, we saw this and hey, we saw that and there's this and there's that. I mean, there's people that said, you know, like there's bizarre feelings, stuff like that, but not anything crazy. But apparently this was never confirmed. This was just a story that came out um, and it's called the Abigail Project. So kind of like the Montauk Project, um, you'll see some similarities and it's around kind of the time, same time frame. All this stuff is around the same time frame, like the 50s and then it kind of jumps to the 80s and then kind of morphs into what it is now, which is kind of crazy. So one of the first experiments was a project called the Abigail Project. It's pretty slim pickings as far as finding like articles and stuff like that, but there are some and definitely some people covering them in TikToks. So just in case you want to go and look for yourself. But, okay, so this incident that allegedly took place, fine, has similar stuff like the Montauk Project stories. Okay, so the the Abigail Project was one of the first experiments that took place at Area 51. Needless to say, the intention regardless at the time was the same. The government wanted to start doing these experiments with the scientists at the facility, and some articles said that they wanted to basically push humans to extreme limits to find out how they could survive in these extreme circumstances. And then other articles stated that they wanted to basically create super soldiers. So similar to the Montauk projects, you know, like how they were pushing, you know, humans to extreme measures to be able to see what a human body could take, what they could do, how they could. Um, well, it's mostly for psychic abilities and mind control. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But they still kind of had that same that same idea. You know what I mean? Like, they wanted to create humans as, like, these supers. It's kind of crazy. Like, there's got to be stuff still going on with that. Of course there is, but they're never going to tell anybody. Yeah. Okay, so push humans to the limit and see how they could survive, and they also, the super soldier thing. So it was, some articles said that it was after World War II that this really began, and then others said after the Cold War. Um, Irregardless, it was after a war, and they basically didn't want enemies getting ahead of them in terms of trying to make a superhuman or, you know, stuff like that. So, okay, so there was a scientist with the last name of Weston who was with other scientists decided to to start these experiments, but realized uh, finding people to agree to doing these kind of experiments would be slim pickings and that they needed someone that they could trust with confidence. Weston decided to speak up and offer his daughter, basically, to be a guinea pig. He assured her everything would be fine, and even though she didn't truly agree to it, the experiments began. The experiments began to be everything from pushing her to extremities, to injections, to, like, shock stuff. Um, It slowly morphed into her hair falling out, reports of her skin peeling. Before the experiments, she was beautiful but by the end she was described as a monster and was unrecognizable they had her in a cell and apparently her father was overtaken by so much grief at what he had done he committed suicide uh, making the people promise that they would take care of the daughter and would not kill her now this is where it differs one article and video went into an ending where the father committed suicide and they continued to care for her They kept her in a cell, and she began to get angrier and angrier. She broke out of a cell, killing two soldiers, and basically they euthanized her and put her in a cell. And it said that to this day, she's still there, and you can hear her screams throughout the the building. 
Another story is kind of similar how everything went, but instead of being euthanized, she escaped and is somewhere in the area of Area 51. And legend has it, you could still hear her screams and grunts around the area. There was a monster roaming around. Yeah, like some kind of creature. Uh, according to, I don't even know, it didn't even have like an origin story where it started, like if it came from somebody, if it was leaked, if it was... So, but I thought that was interesting. And that was just like one of the legends that was kind of spread. But it, like I said, it sounded so similar to some of the stuff that, granted, it's not mind control and stuff like that, but it was similar to the like experiments that took place with the Montauk project. What were we doing? Like, if that took place, which, you know, you think, oh, there's, there's no way, like, but control and power, power and control both go hand in hand. For the corrupt and those who are consistently wanting and needing it, they will do anything to hold control and power all the time. So, no, it does not seem so far-fetched that the government, our government, would do such things to keep control, to gain power, or to keep control of the power mm-hmm. that they have. And other military forces across the world, of course, are doing the same thing. Yeah. Especially ones that we consider an enemy. And if they're doing it, we have to do it. Kind of leaves me into... The next kind of uh, topic, which is Bob Lazar, because with Area 51, he was basically the guy that kind of sparked everything. Like the one guy, I can't think of his name, the one guy with the Montauk Project where he kind of came out and was talking about all the experiments and stuff like that. I forgot his name. We said it like 20 times in the episode, but I forgot. Preston Nichols is his name. With Bob Lazar, I watched a documentary that came out by him. That's on Netflix. Funny mm-hmm. enough, you can watch. But also watch his uh, interview he did, I think, with Joe Rogan. Um, and he had Jimmy Bell, Jake Bell. I forgot the name of the, the documentarist who was influenced by the guy who actually did the original interview with Bob Lazar. They actually worked together. He was a reporter. He did an interview with Bob Lazar from first hand. Did it like Bob Lazar was like, you know, Lord Swiss Strange and he was in shadow. He was basically telling everything that was happening at Site 4. Site 4, if equivalent of distance, is that maybe about 10 miles away from actually Area 51 on mm-hmm. a different sp- spot. And Area 51 was supposed to be the distraction to what everyone would see because it's a big military base, blah, blah, blah. But Site 4, ooh, that's where the real shit was going down. With having an alien craft and having alien technology and metal that they used, of how they space travel. They didn't use propulsion. They didn't use combustion. They didn't use anything that we use to make things go, Right machines, anything like that. They didn't use mechanical moving parts in order to move things through space. They basically used gravity to move themselves through space. Dang. And that, he said, it's like if you put a bowling ball on a bed, right? And you push your fist down on one edge of the bed, the bowling ball is going to roll to that spot. That's how their technology works. Wow. It's best that he can understand. And this guy, Bob Lazar, rocket scientist in all the reality, right? As a kid, as for fun, when he was used before he, like his early teens or late, like 18, 19, and his early 20s, strapped rockets for fun on a bike, a motorcycle, his car, right? Just to see how fast he can get the thing going. And of course, what he could do sparked interest of other colleges. He went to MIT. He went to, uh, what was that one in Arizona or New Mexico? I can't remember what it was. Um, it is MIT and Caltech. There was another one he went to, like some 
New Mexico one. They actually have a picture of him with the graduating class that they and, and said. And see, what I found out on the internet is going to blow your mind in a second because, and this shows you sometimes when you talk about stuff that they don't want out. What oh, yeah, the government basically, they, and the whole, the, the college deleted all his stuff and all his forms that he was never there. He never came here. Yeah. Even though he has a picture of them graduating with the graduating class there. Look, I'm just there. See? Right? Yeah. And they go, oh, that's, uh, they, you know, like that. It's like they tried to cover up basically that he was ever educated by any college whatsoever. Yeah. Cause what I got is that, uh, you know, he said he had a master's degree, but science, other scientists claim that there's no way MIT or Caltech would have gotten him in the university because his high school record was so bad. That's literally what's on the internet. Yeah. But, and the funny thing is, when you hear Bob Zark talk, he doesn't sound like an insane person. He doesn't sound like he's doing this for money or education like that. He wrote a book, and that's about it. And he has his own little science shop in his hometown. That's all he does. He's not looking for rich and fame and stuff like that. He just wants to get the story out there. But his whole job at Site uh, Site 4 was to backwards engineer how the ship worked, right? Figure out how this thing works so we can replicate it for us. So we can learn how to use technology so we can travel through space. That was in the 70s. And now we're in 2022. Who knows if we actually completed it or not? Time. I mean, we have a lot of smarter people now than we did then. I'm not saying Bob Lazar was an idiot, but access technology at a younger age, access to teachings, access to all the stuff that we have now versus, say, 20 years ago. So kids are getting smarter earlier so they can gain more knowledge as they get older, right? Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, like, why wouldn't they have it already completed? And now they asked him in a couple of interviews, like, had you ever seen aliens when you time at Psych 4? He goes, no. He says one time he was passing the door, he, he saw, like, two scientists, like, fiddling around with like a, a seat and he thought so he saw something sitting in it but he said it could easily be a dummy or something like that he didn't know if it was an alien or not but for for his knowledge he didn't see any aliens there another interesting fact of what you know the government's lying is in early interviews he talked about how he accessed site four like how he got in the building it was not a key card or anything like that he slid his hand in this reader that x-rayed his hand and how you got in was by your bone Oh, snap. That's how they did it. Not fingerprints, not blood, by your bones. And that was, what, in the 70s? 80s or something like that. Dang, for that. Right? Yeah. And he mentioned his stuff. No more than a year or two later. After that, some stuff about uh, a Russian military base talking about had pictures of people doing that to get in. He said, see, right there. That's exactly how we did it. And they said that I was lying. Dang. Yeah. So how would he know that exists after the shit was released? If he's just some Joe Schmo that's just making up shit. There's a lot of inconsistencies about what the government says and what he actually proved. Yeah. So that's why there's like, obviously he's not lying. A lot of shit he's saying can easily be proven what he did. Yeah. And see, when you, you look him up online, you look Wikipedia and stuff like that, it's like the complete opposite. And it makes you think like certain people, like were they really just that had like bigger ties with the government like the montauk project and stuff like that if that was really like not true or if it was just really covered up because if they had technology like that in the 80s to scan your bones to allow you into a place i mean we don't truly know what is being what is out there what is that old saying that whatever technology we have now the military had 20 years ago yeah which you ask any real military soldier, at least uh, your 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 basic grunts, like mm-hmm. no, a lot of shit we have is older than a lot of technologies out there now. Yeah. Uh, but this is probably 
spies, think, agents, you know, who knows? I th- yeah, I think you secure have to be, buildings, government buildings. Stuff yeah, like that. I think you have to be really up there too. Yeah. And then even if you are, no one's going to talk about it because they can kill you, and no one will ever know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like it's crazy because there's so much stuff. Like so many people talk about Area 51. And the fact that it's like a lot of people true, like, I feel like there's a lot more people that believe that there's something alien related at Area 51 than not. And, but, but that's what kind of makes me, if it is a flight, like they analyze like flight and they create new flighting, flight, flighty, flight, flight. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they create new, uh, aircrafts. Of course, that might even be like if they're, is alien spacecrafts out there that would be the place because that's where they're specializing and learning about aircrafts so to me it's not like a far-fetched idea that if there is aliens that they would be testing it there you know well, what i'm saying there's no more ifs yeah right mm-hmm. we know there's not any more ifs with all the current footage being shared now mm-hmm. Of alien spacecrafts and stuff like that in the sky you and the government saying yeah there's things in the sky we don't know what the hell it is mm-hmm. right there's no more ifs if there's aliens. We know there is. Who and what and how much the government knows, those are the questions. We know they exist. We just know who they are. If it's actually us, maybe there's, there's aliens. Maybe these are high-tech ships that we get tested and spotted, and the government mm-hmm. just says, oh, they're aliens. And so the other governments in the world don't go, they got some shit we never seen before. Holy crap. Basically, it's like a cover-up story to something that got leaked, right? Yeah. Let's make up something else so they don't think it's actually what it is. Well, that's... That's crazy. I didn't even go, and that's this might be another episode. Who knows? But apparently, and because I started seeing this towards the end of my research, so I didn't get to go because that was a whole nother, whole nother, <laughs> like two three hours of research that would have taken. Apparently, there's other technical spots that are very very similar to Area 51. Like I think there's a spot I forgot in what location. It's one of those locations that I want to say it's like northwest. Definitely in the north, like there's maybe Canada, I don't know. There's a lot of, like it's one of those landscapes where there's like a lot of trees, there's a lot of like bodies of water, lakes and stuff like that. And apparently there is, like you know how in Area 51 there's the tunnels that go underground, like they, like what you see in Stranger Things, like those things. But apparently there's something that goes underwater. It was like, so, I don't know. It was something crazy like that. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And apparently there's different, they, they, in the articles and stuff, they called it like other Area 51s around the world. And so I would be curious to learn more about that. But it's kind of like, okay, is Area 51 just like where they're doing like secret stuff or is Area 51 really alien related? That's the question. What do you think? Well, like I said, we always thought Area 51 is where everything alien was happening until Baldazar said, no, it's Site 4, and then the sites around it, that's where the actual mm-hmm. alien shit is happening. Him mm-hmm. saying that they re- trying to, you know, they have the metal, the element that they have no name for, they just gave it a name, that's not of Earth, that is apparently what's used to power the ships, right? That's used to make move, the ships move through space, Right. Without using propulsion or anything like that. So they know they have the ships and stuff like that. You never saw alien bodies. But if the ships, there's obviously bodies somewhere. How they dissolve, how they die, where they are, he had no idea. But he knows that the ships exist. So we know for a fact there are alien ships with technology far more advanced than humans. And the thing is, one point he made is that who says that they're more advanced than us? Maybe they just learned 
how to make things move with different materials than us. We learned how to make things move through fire, combustion, steam, mechanical moving parts. That's how we made things move. The wheel, how to make the wheel move without, you know, human pushing it or a horse pulling it. We figured that shit out. Maybe they never had horses. Maybe they never had the wheel. But they figured out a way using elements to do it. So let's say they're just as advanced as us, but with different ways of doing it. And we're trying to figure out how to use their stuff in order to do it for us. Who knows? They could A car could explode it from the planet and fly into the space and land somewhere. And they're trying to figure Alien species are trying to figure out how it worked, right? Freaking easy to us. But to them, it's like, oh, my God, what is this gasoline? Those oil and all these engine moving parts. What is this? They have no idea what they're looking at, right? Yeah. That same concept. Uh, with, I forgot. Neil deGrasse Tyson always said that any alien species has the ability to travel through space and come here light years away is more advanced than us. Because we are so advanced and so intelligent, yet we can't leave the planet. We can't figure it out how to travel through space and stuff like that. And we're have some of the most intelligent people on the planet to us. But there's that old saying that um, he says something. It always it makes perfect sense. Aliens came to planet Earth, looked at us, said there is no intelligent life here, and moved on. <laughs> right? And that humans, us, very egotistical species, can't handle that. No, it can't be that way. We're smart. We're superior. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, obviously not. If we can't leave the planet and there's alien species coming to us, they are more far advanced than us. Yeah. Well, I thought the whole interesting, you know, how people freak out about like aliens abduction and then probing us, right? Like and and putting chips in us and stuff like that. And I and I thought in my head, you know, telling me the government's not doing that. If they were to find aliens, you're telling me they're not probing, chipping, and cutting them open and looking what what's going on. Like, well, if they, of course, you know. So I know a lot of people like. Oh my gosh, aliens, you know, like, you know, the abduction stories and stuff like that. But I feel like we, unfortunately, as, as bad as it sounds, we as humans would end up doing the same things with the alien, with the extraterrestrials. So it's crazy when you think about it. No, alien species, I guarantee they, they see us. Mm -hmm. They've watched us for, you know, centuries, see how we evolved and what we have. And we are dangerous. We are dangerous creatures because if they came to the planet, a human's first instinct is war, attack, fight, right? The fight or flight mode, right? Mm -hmm. It's instilled in humans. Fight this thing or run from it. Yeah. It's something we don't know. When we are faced with the unknown, those are our two instinctual things to do. That's when people say, well, my fight or flight mode came up. When you don't know what's in front of you or how to react to it. So they know for a fact that the second they came down to the planet, we would fight and they can come by peacefully they can come by hey guys we're just here to do this or like that you know <laughs> I, just I, I, of, I just thought of it like just like an alien just like hey you know it's a, so i made a fucking joke one time that made me laugh so fucking hard where are the most people abducted from i don't know where southern states right rural areas country people yeah. right so what, what if that's how they think we sound oh my god and they come to earth like hey y'all how y'all doing uh we come over here you know show you how to use the dang space things right <laughs> Because they think that's how we talk, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would blow everybody's mind. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Y'all don't sound like this. Well, majority of people, we kill that for you. Um, no, we would instantly go go to war <laughs> within the first instance. The best. I well, too, I think the idea of control, like something comes here and, and even threatens the idea of 
something else. If humans feel the control is jeopardized, I feel like they're definitely going to go into that fight mode because... What's the trope that's always used in, in, in alien films? There's always like a military person who, who sees them as a threat, so he tries to fight them. Or there's a religious fanatic that gets threatened mm-hmm. and they're like, no, this ain't a god, just kill it! Right? <laughs> that kind of... They're demons! You know, yeah. there's this stupid trope I always see every single time. Which is not so far-fetched. Because if aliens came and exist in, in other places, did God die for them? Did did Jesus die for them too? Did they know the existence of blah, blah, blah? You know, get religion gets shattered in, into yeah. the atmosphere. And then the whole, they yeah. question everything. When you read stuff on Dolores Cannon, kind of puts in perspective that if you, your soul, your essence of what you are, only comes to Earth for the experience and then can go to other planets and other species, right? That makes sense of how... The idea of spirituality is not such a focus on a entity of Earth, but an entity of existence of the universe and all that stuff. Yeah. My theories on um, aliens, and it's funny, after everything we experience, mm-hmm. we're the supernatural, everything we've done, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff we learned on the Dolores Cannon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, our, I'm not saying our psychic abilities have anything to do with aliens, but it, mm-hmm. it just it puts me in more perspective to learn more about about. Mm-hmm. Knowing that that stuff exists, but also knowing the things we do and what we know exists. So yeah. how do they collide or how do they correlate? Mm-hmm. They're not so far away from each other. Yeah. Right? I believe or theorize the reason why aliens abduct humans, mm-hmm. right, uh, is because if you believe the Anunnaki mm-hmm. aliens created humans as a slave race to mine gold, all that whole trip, that whole trope story, right? Mm-hmm. Um. The Anunnaki must be a big-time superior alien race out there that, uh, let's say, is in control, or at least is feared by all the other alien races of the universe. Mm-hmm. So they come to Earth, all the other alien species, there's a lot, uh, come to Earth to study this human creature that has survived after the Anunnaki left them here mm-hmm. to die, mm-hmm. right? Barely little supplies, no knowledge, and no futuristic weapons or technology or anything like that that they have left them there to die, basically. And they're still around right now, evolved with their own forms of everything far more advanced than they suspected to be. Mm-hmm. And Anaki like, oh, I don't give a shit. They kind of just left. So, of course, alien species are coming here going, how do they survive? I want to know. They do experiment. They take us. They run our blood. They probe us. All that stuff, right? How are these humans still existing? How are they so intelligent? How do they keep going on? Mm-hmm. Right? It's extremely fascinating to them. So that's why they probably come and do that to us. And I think some aliens come and view us because if you go with Dolores Cannon's idea, right? If we were alien on another planet and if we were human and say our soul was human and it goes to another planet and you're an alien species, if you have any remembrance of your time as a human, when you want to come back and see the species that you were. Yeah. Especially if you had the technology to leave that planet and go. Dang. Like a field trip. Hey, let's go see humans. Let's see how we, how they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It was nothing like when I was alive in the 50s. God. Right? Yeah. My experience as a human was a lot easier than this. Jeez. You know, yeah. stuff like that. You know, just come to observe and they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we're not on like on a TV channel in some alien place. Right, or watching like tune in next week to see what the human race does next, right? Yeah. Possible World War Three? Tune in next week, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, that was always a joke that some people say like the aliens are watching us going, Geez, like, World War Three's coming up, are you hoping it's gonna happen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
Um, but no, I have a stronger theory now that aliens are not particularly physical beings mm-hmm. that are like us, like humans mm-hmm. in this third space dimension. Mm-hmm. I put more faith in the idea that they're interdimensional from higher dimensions coming down just for you, us. Mm-hmm. And it's why they can move through time and space. It's why a lot of things seem trivial to them. Mm-hmm. It's why they can never get caught. It's why they disappear in the sky in the blink of an eye. Not for the speed they use, right? Because mm-hmm. when you see an alien ship fly by, it's like, and they can stop and move in different directions, right? Like they're going through gravity. Um, but they also disappear extremely quickly. Like they're going through dimensions, right? Um, and then that, that, that like, what are, what are alien creatures to us? What are, if, Aliens are interdimensional, are demons interdimensional beings that we classify as something spiritual when actually they're alien? Mm. Angels, every god has ever been talked about or something like that. It could be an alien species from other dimensions that was spotted or told about from a story from early human races, right? Mm-hmm. Those concepts I think about yeah. <laughs> when it comes to alien species and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, that aliens, like I said, are not so much as from other planets, just from other dimensions. Yeah. Uh, and learning consistently more about them. And then we got the whole different, talked about different alien species when it comes to reptilians and then the, the Lyrans. Uh, what's that human alien, angel, angelic looking aliens? I forgot they're called. Octarians? I don't remember. So it's just an A, like Acarians or Carians. I think it's Octarians. Yeah. They look the like grays. us, but they got the grays and stuff like that. Which I think the grays are kind of like the, let's say the hillbillies of the universe. Right. But like like the 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 white collar the blue collar workers right yeah. they seem more grunt like right they seem like yeah. like I'm not saying they're unintelligent I'm just saying yeah. that they seem like they're just there to I guess we got to pick this guy up and I, you know okay run the experiments all right send them back right yeah. they just seem like they're real giving it shits about what happens to a human when they take them yeah yeah I don't know what's your concept idea of them well I don't know because I feel like ah uh... get no answer. No, it's because my brain is is literally running because, like I said, um, I knew they exist. Like I think alien ex- uh, aliens exist and all that stuff and the whole star seed thing. Like I I am more on a believable note with that, obviously. But I've been kind of thrown a loop because I didn't really believe in the hollow Earth that concept. No, wait, no, I'm saving it for the episode. Wait to hear my theories on that. Well, here's here's a thought to put in your mm-hmm. head that might not debunk it, but mm-hmm. explain it. Now we talked about hollow Earth before, not mm-hmm. entirely, but we talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit. And my 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 perspective was that uh, there are cavernous areas of Earth a city could fit in, but the planet hollow itself. No, what I think is happening there's cavernous spots in the Earth that have access to other dimensions. So yeah. instead of having a whole city or a whole entire another planet within our Earth, just go to another dimension. That has a whole other earth. I don't know about this. I have to like go more into it. But I got this random thing. I was thinking about that in the shower. And I got this random thought in my head about how like evolution and stuff like that. And you know how they said like the whole Big Bang Theory and and all that stuff, right? Hmm. I had this random thought that... The civilization knew something was going to happen, right? Knew something bad was going to happen. 
So they started going inward in the caverns and stuff like that. Whoever survived and dealt with like the blast and whatever essentially are the first like it almost like dumb like it was an offset it dumbed down the civilization that was there before you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and that's where you get you know where you get kind of like cavemen where they don't they're like beating on rocks like it's almost like it erased kind of like you know when you have like radiation poisoning or whatever and it kind of just like makes your brain go to mush a little bit you get what i'm saying saying Whatever the Big Bang Blast was, right, de-evolved up, yes. and we had to start over again. But there is some part of the civilization, because Earth itself didn't go kaboom, right? Yeah. It was just what was on the outside. Well, what if some of them went on the inside? I said, what a dimensional thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just got that random thing. I feel like there's, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I I normally... My theories and stuff like on aliens and like the interdimensional. I used like if you go back and listen to earlier episodes, I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know any of this. I don't know. But now I'm starting to kind of get my own theories about it and kind of get more not open to it, but understanding of it, I guess. Ongoing journey for us to figure this stuff out. But I feel like the more we learn with the paranormal the more we dip, dip into that, we start bridging out into the ideas of alien species and the mm-hmm. whole alien cult, not alien culture, but the whole uh, knowledge of alien species and how the whole planetary stuff and outer space and stuff like that coexists or co-enlighten. When people consistently put aliens and ghosts in two different categories altogether, right? Most spiritual realm and idea of aliens. I feel like you're dividing something that could easily coexist and most likely does coexist with each other. Like I said, if we look at aliens as interdimensional beings, higher level dimensional beings than us, and our third dimensional space and everything like that, the idea of spiritual things can coexist, the idea of aliens being those things at the same time, and vice versa, right? Because people say they've seen angels and they look like giant wheel things with thousands of eyes and stuff like that. That's an alien creature if you saw it today, right? We wouldn't think angel or anything like that. We'd think, ah, it's a fucking alien creature, but it just came from another dimension. That's why I kind of lean into that camp a little bit more. I feel like we've exhausted uh, our knowledge. And I think, like I said, I don't know with how crazy Area 51 is with, like, the alien cult, like, Culture. culture, culture, the alien. And two, we didn't even really touch about it, but, like, the whole storming of Area 51 that. Which, which wait, which <laughs> technically started from that Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan episode. They just thought it would be this one college student thought it would be like funny. No, and it was a million. Facebook post that became an invite. That became a party. That became YouTubers of what year was it? Two thousand eighteen, seventeen? No, it was later. I thought it wasn't twenty twenty. It was before. It was before the pandemic. I remember that. Oh, I don't know. So like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Yeah. But, um, like a bunch of YouTubers, a bunch of like, well, TikTok wasn't around at the time, but uh, like Vine people, if you remember that, <laughs> but went there, right? Up playing it. I mean, I think even some celebrities are there too. I don't know, A listers or anything, but there was like a lot of people there just to storm Air 51, right? Oh, they can't stop all of us, right? That was yeah. a whole motto but and the quote. The thing is, too, there wasn't even crazy encounter stories. No, because they didn't get past the gate. People. But that's what I'm saying. It's like is- a party in the desert. Um, you know that freaks me out. There's a music festival. 
It's like completely in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert. You have to have like a special invitation. You Coachella? No. Oh. It's similar, but it's not. Or Burning Man? Burning Man. That freaks me out. It's not, anybody can go. We just got to pay to get in there. I, well, <laughs> somewhere I read you have to have an invitation, but that freaks me out. Like just in the middle of nowhere, just there. I don't know why that freaks me out, but they showed pictures and it just, I don't, I don't like desert though. That freaks me out. I'd rather you stick me in a friggin' wooded area, I'm fine. But you put me in the desert, and I don't like it. So I don't know if it's a past life thing. Maybe met my doom in the desert. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even want to go to, like, Nevada or someplace like that because of the desert. We're going to be going to the desert. Yeah. We're I going. Know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot um, of haunted places that we need to go to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The desert and, like, that kind of, like, the out west areas freak me out and i don't know why wraps up today's episode yes next week because i actually did a little switch through the episodes because isaac apparently acquired some stories from his dad about this and i can't wait because he has not told me these stories and apparently they're really to give isaac the chills and like freak out about it and say like okay these stories are intense i know i've we've talked about different stories from our experience and i've always said me and you could probably fill up a couple novels worth of experiences just between us two i didn't take into the fact that my uh well my my thirst for it, but my ability or at least my luck or running into the paranormal is inherited because my father apparently experienced a lot of crazy shit when he was young yeah uh, stuff he experienced in Mexico and even here when he lived in Texas and, and in, uh, when he was a kid and stuff like that. Uh, and then he told me stories about what my grandfather went through too when he lived in Mexico and stuff like that. So I'm like, so the weird thing is apparently coming from my bloodline. All right. Weird shit seems to follow <laughs> the Sanchez uh, family around apparently. At least from, uh, from father to son to grandson. It's kind of ironic too. Your ranch has so much stuff too. Oh, my dad's barely experienced stuff at their ranch. More of the time in Mexico more than anyone. Isaac was coming home and he was talking to his dad and he came out and his face, like... Because he's never told me this stuff before. And his, <laughs> and he was, he was like, oh my gosh, you're gonna, you're gonna wait, wait till you hear this. Yeah. And so I've never heard it. So you're going to hear my reaction for the first time. And I literally am so intrigued by it because obviously I know Isaac's dad and he is very kind of quiet about the paranormal. He's not someone that doesn't... To quote my dad, he called him, man, that stuff scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so he never never talks about <laughs> it. That was dead on, too. That was funny. I don't like to talk about it, mijo. That scares me. That is so spot on. I can't even. But yeah, so I... And one of the requests was to go back and talk about uh, Mexico because it was one of our listeners' favorite episodes, and we'll shout her out next episode when we do it yes um and also we're also talking about uh ancient aztec and mayan gods uh that surround the death uh around supernaturalists right yeah legends around that the mayas and aztecs had yeah uh when it comes to supernatural and stuff like that their 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 superstitions their legend their lores from mexico as well because mostly we talked about like the current day stuff but now i want to dive a little bit farther back like the age of the mayans and the aztecs and the surrounding tribes and some of the stories they told and things to avoid uh in the the jungles and stuff well i feel like with that too a lot it's not 
talked about a lot of just how like spiritual and how powerful the that area was in terms of like paranormal stuff and just intense yeah stuff like so, I, they they knew stuff look forward to those things with haunted mexico next week no haunted update nothing like that have um we're kind of just chilling out i think uh we're supposed to start investigating again soon but we're just kind of just chilling but as always guys you can get to our social media hitting the shadows uh podcast on instagram hitting the shot six on twitter hitting the podcast two on tiktok or links through all of social media and always as you can listen to us at hitting the shadows podcast.com but as always we'll catch your widows in the next one yep Chill.